And I know a lot of comics who couldn't have done what I did in a room full of, it was nine, it was 90, 85 year olds, 90 of them in a room building gingerbread houses. And I'm doing comedy walking around and crowd working them, crowd working them going like, what number husband are we on? Oh, you didn't hear me. What number husband are we on? Five? Which one was your favorite? Oh, six? That's a good answer, Barb. Hey y'all, it's Lace. It's Catherine Blanford, and this is a podcast called Cheaties. <laughs> yes, it is. That is what this is. I and am. This is I two am... comedians with a podcast. A, a rare, a rare, rare thing. Two comedians with a podcast. Um, I am tuning in or tuning in. I'm coming to you live from my closet today. I hope to the listeners that I sound better surrounded by all the clothes that I've hoarded. Um, maybe it sounds better in here. I don't, I don't know. I hate the way I sound on the podcast normally. So I don't know. Listeners, let us know, let us know how we sound. Uh, I guess this is a good pitch before Catherine gets into, um, where she is. Uh, this is a good pitch for y'all to leave us reviews. Y'all, we haven't had new reviews in I don't know, a couple months. Get on there. Leave us a review. Tell us how you love the podcast. That's and then all. come see us on the road. Where what are your dates? Where are you gonna be? Oh, well, you're currently on the road, but there's no time. You're you're almost done, right? With this where you're at now. Yeah, so we got so much to talk you. about. So Ooh. yeah, we won't be in Tampa. I've got Toronto coming up in two weeks in January. And then wow. West Bend, Wisconsin. I don't know where Wisconsin is on the map. I'm going to go middle up, mid up. It's it's next to Minneapolis, right? Yeah. Or Minnesota. Minnesota and Wisconsin and then Wyoming and then Montana, right? I don't know. I just went to lunch with somebody my from brain. Missouri and it blew my mind when I just found out it, it was oh, Missouri froze. was not above West Virginia. Wait, it's not? No, dude. It's like, uh, it's to the left of Kentucky. Oh, yeah, because St. Louis is in Missouri, so it's across. Okay, and yeah. then the other ones are up. M- Michigan, right? I hate everything. The, okay. the whole Midwest is so confusing to me. I have, uh, I've had some revelations. I've realized, especially being at this uh, festival. But do our dates really fast, and then I have to explain. Okay, explain your thing. revelations. Yeah. All right. Um, and then I'm in Royal Oak, Michigan. Uh, which is the, I, I believe that's in Europe sometime in February and then a bunch of other stuff, Colorado dates. We just, Oh, we just added a, uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina, and Greenville, South Carolina coming up in, I don't know, April, I think. What are you doing, Lace? Uh, you just list a lot of cities that I'm about to be in. So this weekend, this current weekend, you'll catch me two nights, a few shows at 
it's Asheville. It is a comedy zone room, but it is not a comedy zone. So anybody who's like, well, where's the club? It's inside the Diana Wortham theater folks. So I've got all the information, tickets, all that stuff on my website as always, uh, as does Catherine. So hers, CatherineBlanford.com, mine's LaceLarabee.com. Go there. You'll get all the info in case that sounds confusing, but Asheville, January 19th and 20th, please come see me there. I'll have very funny people with me. Next weekend, I will be in Greensboro, North Carolina. That is the 25th. I'll do uh, doing some don't tell shows. The 26th and 27th, I'm headlining the Idiot Box Comedy Club. So come see me there. The next weekend, which is the first weekend of February, I'm doing a corporate gig in the Bahamas. So unless you're there, I'm so sorry. And then I'm headlining the Sand Up Comedy Fest. You get that? See how funny that? Do you see what they did there? With the, stand up, stand, but it's sand up. Sand up. Like you got up. sand up your hoo-ha. Up your hoo-ha, uh, which is the goal. So that is down in Grayton Beach, Florida. That is February 14th through the 17th. And if you want to go have a little Valentine's Day fun, um, I'm pretty sure I've got shows every night. But come see me there. And then two very, very important dates. I need everybody to go and tell all of your friends if you've got friends in these areas. I am going to be in. Uh, I'm going to be headlining City Winery in Chicago, Illinois, if Chicago is still around, because apparently the weather is horrific right now up there. I was so supposed I have to no be idea. there this weekend with Spade. Dude, and then I couldn't because I had to do a Florida festival. Really yeah, locked out there. From everything online, like it's terrifying up there. So I don't know what it's going to be like in a few weeks. But if you are up there, if you've got family, please, please send them out to see me at City Winery February 20th. And then come see me at City Winery in St. Louis, Missouri. I want to say it like the locals say it. St. Louis, Missouri on February 22nd. More stuff to come. As always, check out our dates online. Catherine, what have you learned from this festival about the geography of the United States of America? No, I just figured out because there's actually a lot of women at this festival. Ooh, nice. In the new year, I want to start learning shit. I want to start knowing shit. I want to know facts. I want to know general geography and history because when I'm around dudes, I realize dudes are encouraged to know facts. Dudes are encouraged to know history. And then you get around women, like in a group. Do we were at the Dolly museum yesterday Mm -hmm. and, and we're looking at Dolly and then we walk over and it's like, where did you get that romper? Wait, do you put this serum on before this serum? And I'm not, I love us. I'm not knocking us, but I want to have more conversations than than facial routines and where we can buy those clothes. Is so, this a crazy I, bad thing to say? Do you understand what I'm I, saying? I, I, under, I understand everything that you're saying. I'm taking it in. I'm listening. Um, I don't disagree. I I have been around so many men who the top three things they talk about is war, sports, and more war. They love to know facts. They love statistics. They love facts. They love old stuff. Here's the thing. I, slightly older than you, been around a little longer. I used to think I wanted to know those kinds of things. And then I did research. I have books. You want them? I'll send them to you. I've got books on war. I've got, I've tried, I've tried all of it. 
And the thing is, is we didn't have time or interest in that stuff because we started bleeding at 12 years old. And that, mm-hmm. that took up a lot of our, a lot of our time and energy and emotions and mental capacity was what is this? Where is it coming from? How long is this going to happen to me? And then we had to deal with that. And then we realized, oh shit, this is going to happen every month of my life. And then we've spent the next, I don't know, I'd once again, bad at math because of periods, but, um, I've spent so much of my brain power every month since I was 12 feeling like I'm a crazy person. Like I'm insane. Like maybe I'm bipolar. Um, maybe I have rage issues. And then I realized, Oh, it's just my period that's coming. I know that's a very simplified way of saying we don't need to care about it, but we do have other important things to think about. Guys have just had all the free time in the world to just learn things because they have literally nothing to worry about except for is my penis hard or not hard right now. So we just, we are struggling to survive day to day instead of learning how people survived 300 years ago. They are obsessed with um, ancestors' bloodshed, and we are obsessed with our current bloodshed. Current bloodshed. And yes. how to combat just feeling worthy every day. Yes, every single day. We're also, we're, we're walking around, we're fighting our own wars within ourselves. Yeah. And they're just interested in greater men who fought wars in the past and they like to think that they like to insert themselves there and think, oh, I could do that. No, I get it. I get, it's not that I want to learn about war. I don't I don't give a hoot and nanny about that. I just want to I I wanna know shit more. I wanna I wanna have interest and understand shit even more. Even like biology and makeup and where shit comes from. I just want to, I'd rather know that and be able to talk about that instead of which Instagram account I got this romper on. But you have a master's degree. If not, no, no, I, I, a doctorate in biology and that is worth a lot. What? What is that? Biology. Beyonceology. I know, dude. Okay, so they're interested in biology. You're interested in biology. I do know so much about honestly. That holds a lot of weight in a lot of conversations with a lot of people. Can I tell you how crazy this happened to me? And I was so mad at myself, but uh, I did stand up on the spot. Jeremiah Jeremiah Watkins. Watkins. Um, it's like a cool show he does in L.A. I think he brings it on the road a good bit. Um. I did it here at the festival and what it is is you go out and you just take suggestions from the audience and then you say you do you pretty much just riff off of what they say for a mm-hmm. certain amount of time and I don't know if this person knew me but I go out on stage and she all she said was Beyonce and then my brain exploded because I was like yeah there's so much I can't grasp onto one thing I couldn't I so I literally was like that is it like, was like my- that was like, I was like, if I came up here in Christian and somebody said God, and I was like, where do we begin? What do I even, yeah. <laughs> and it, it broke me. I was silent on stage for probably 20 seconds because I started talking about how, uh, fantasizing about watching her and Jay-Z have sex. But this doesn't matter. I, just, I do that every night. And, but it, it broke me because I was like, that's too, you don't know what you just did to me. That was that was too much. All it was at too once. much. It at was once. too much to ask. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Dude, this festival is so fun. Uh, what is this fest? Talk about the fest. I, d- I don't know if I'd ever even heard of this festival before I saw you post about it. Um, I just, I did Sunshine Comedy Club last night. That's one of the venues. It's in Tampa and St. Pete. Oh, yes. Yeah, so you did Sunshine. Yeah. That's yeah. where I was. Uh, my new BFFs I've met. Dude, festivals, dog, this is... The festivals is spring break for comedians. This shit, like, I, I eat healthy. I, uh, do, on normal day-to-day basis, I get up, I work out, I, I try and eat healthy, I write, I do my job. I go to a festival, and I, I, am, I am 16, senior year spring break holiday in Panama City Beach all over again. I smoke cigs. I fuck, get you. I smoke cigs. Florida I take get shots. When I was in St. Pete a few months ago... Headline in Sunshine Comedy Club. I um, uh, smoke cigars <gasps> outside. Fuck yeah, dude! I but still it's Florida, man. Inhale. There's palm. Tr- there's no. You're not supposed. You're I know. Not I cannot not inhale. inhale. I oh, inhale oh, oh, every time. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, okay. And then I'm trying to act cool with everybody, bad. and I am blacking out. I've ever, yeah. You can, <laughs> that'll stars. make you extremely sick. You're yeah. not supposed to do that. But yeah, I uh, yeah. If there's palm trees. It's kind of muggy. It's like. You can't not just be debaucherous. Like, Dude, I've can't said not the word, be debaucherous in Florida. I've said the word debauchery every hour since I've been down here. I don't That's know That's all Florida and, is. Yeah. No. It's it makes so you want to do all the things. So fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last night we yeah. were walking from our – Dude, this was so funny – from our venue. And I, I don't – I have to talk about this some, in a, on a stand-up bit. I don't know. I, all I saw was this girl was on the ground. And we were like, oh, my God, is she okay? Like, she had her head in between her hands, and she's just, she's, like, in so much distress. And then you watch this guy walk over to her and bend down, and we're like, oh, shit, is she, is she injured? Is she okay? And then as we're all you hear is the guy go like this, Jessica, you made a scene. (laughs) 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 That's like... We've yeah, all been, we the great part is we are in Tampa and we have all been Jessica and we've all been the person squatted down next to Jessica going, you punched the bartender. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, dog, Jessica you, isn't distraught because she lost the argument. No, no, no. You she won the argument she, and got kicked out of the bar. Yeah. You would have thought like all of her loved ones just died. No, she just lost the fight. She lost yeah. the battle. That's our, yeah. that's our, that's our art of war. Um, so, uh, what did, oh, okay. So this has happened a couple of times now and I might, I might sound like, I might come off like a little C-U-N-T, but it happened a few times last night. Uh Uh-oh. And I, uh, I love myself, but I don't think that highly of myself. I mean, okay. (laughs) Do you ever get like insulted when somebody of not even close to your caliber hits on you not mm. just hits on you like okay fun but like genuinely like genuinely thinks they have a shot and I you're like have the an nerve a- an absolute okay so I, in my head i was like rolodexing like I don't know. I mean, I've been hit up and th- within when you said no, genuinely. And then they're like angry. I have the, an a absolutely perfect example. Are you ready for this? Yeah. This was yesterday to me yesterday. So on my fan page, 
I've got on my Facebook fan page, I've, I opened it up cause it was like a billion notifications and I was like, what the fuck? This one dude who has like a private account, no, um, no profile picture or anything mm-hmm. had left what, 40 comments or something on all these photos of yours, of mine all in a row. Okay. And each one, this is my favorite. Oh, uh, whole lot of woman, um, Lacey, your W, I mean, Y O U R, your so beautiful. Get your hand on it. That's what he said to one where I was just posing with my hand on my hip, on my side. Um, your very pretty, the wrong your, obviously, beautiful figure. And then here's my favorite, here's my number one favorite one. You just, all caps. You just have to put that wedding ring in my face as if to say, nah, 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 you don't get to have me. As a genuine comment, I was like, you, I, with or without. That kind of turns me on. (laughs) No, as if to say a faceless man, a faceless man says to me like I'm trying to tease him and that if I didn't have this wedding ring it would be him that I was fucking for some reason no why does that work for you listen it doesn't work for me but like you 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 just said that kind of confidence doesn't work you said somebody out of your caliber in my mind I'm like zero chance and then the second you have so much confidence that you just act like it should be yours I'm not saying you yeah. have 100% a chance, but you've gone from zero to 11. No. You have 11% no. chance now. Because all he's saying is, is if it if it weren't for that wedding ring. <laughs> Wait, the way he said, nah, 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 nah. As if to say, nah, 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 nah. You don't get to have me. <laughs> what? A psychopath. But All right. I, well, he's yours. He's yours. I'm envious. Tommy Tucker, so if you want to know. Envious of people <laughs> who just because you know we every day I'm like, oh, I, I, how many podcasts have I seen recently uh, of me and my side profile? And I, I'm like, when? How do I remove? my lower chin and all these other things. And then there's just these, these, they're not even males. They are, they are evolved worms. Yeah. Who come up and just assume they can, because they, I think some people, they they can have like these, these magical creatures of women and and they have a chance and they're of the same caliber. And I, it's got to be another like man versus woman kind of thing. I don't think women, there's, because what is the, there's never I, I'm like not a, on, I'm not under Jeremy Allen White's uh, Calvin Klein ad that I've assuming definitely not that watched we have a chance. several times this week. Um, definitely not under that going, well... <laughs> If it, if I, if you just could see me, like, or He'd hey, say, boy, yeah, 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 what, yeah, 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 like if it weren't for this wedding ring, you'd be all up in these guts. I'm not writing that shit. Uh, but men just don't even. You're exactly right. Worm shaped and worm looking men 
with all as many forehead wrinkles as what I would assume a large worm, a large earthworm would be like, sit there and look at us and think that they can talk directly to us. And, and, and I know this makes us sound like awful people. I know it does. But what if I they were saying work. sweet things or complimentary things that were not severely creepy, it's a totally different, totally different story. But like, it's, it's oh man, I mean, it's just, I, of new year, I'm going into it. I've already just decided I, I'm, I think like a man now. Oh, did you read Steve Harvey's book? Is that why? No, is that what it is? Think like a man? It's called Think Like a Man. Did you watch the Cat Williams shit? Did we talk about it? Of course I did. Every single minute of it, I did. Um, uh, Have we? I think we might have briefly mentioned it in the beginning of the last one, maybe, you think? I feel like, how is there any way we didn't oh we haven't had a ketchup since or a meaty since then yeah anyway that's i don't even know how to even start to get into that if you if you want to have opinions on that people listening to this or you don't know what we're talking about um go watch there's worst name of a podcast of all time by the way shannon sharp uh famed nfl player and commentate current commentator and he's got a podcast called club shay shay I love it. Which that, I love it. Honestly, out of the entire podcast, that is over that entire interview, that I think I have the most problem with Shannon calling his podcast Club Shay Shay. Um, Shannon Sharp from my hometown, by the way. He is. When you pull into Glenville, Georgia, in Tattnall County, there's a big giant sign that says "Home of Shannon and" because his brother's name Sterling. I don't know if you know Sterling, but Shannon and Sterling Sharp. <gasps> and isn't that crazy? The guy who was their um, their football coach in high school was still coaching when I was in high school. He was really old, but he was such a sweetheart, and he's a legend. He's a legendary football coach, and he was still one of the coaches at my high school when um, when I was there. But I think he's now passed. He's since passed, but uh, super so sweet dope. coach. Coach Hall. Yeah. But, um, yeah, big giant signs when you come in. That's how cool they are. But um, Club Shay Shay, come on, Shannon. We can do better than that. Dude, I dig but, it. Uh, I love it. I... Everybody should go watch that interview with Cat Williams. It's I... completely – but batshit bonkers. Cat Williams was—he was in my top five already. He's always been in my top five. When people, he's ask, one of the greatest. He's always been in my top five. He's always entertaining. But Easily. that, all, not even just the shit he was talking, but also just hearing his come up story and everything, yeah. and how the man has raised eighteen children, and <laughs> you know, I've, I'm pretty sure he's like he's probably like a monk of some sort sh- in some different countries. There's probably, I guarantee you, there are some countries out some that don't even know Cat Williams as a comedian, and they know him as as like their Dalai Lama, as and they probably have like shrines and 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 shit of of him, and uh, yeah. and have no idea. Uh, he is such a fascinating human being. Yeah, yeah, he's super interesting. I mean, most of there, there is not one thing he said about stand up comedy that I disagree with. At also, all. yeah, circles of people who who bring up their friends. And, and, but I'm like, yeah, that's just, it's the entertainment business. Mm-hmm. Well, and the thing is, is at the end of the day, there's been a lot that he said that could be proven true. Some things he said that could be proven untrue. Then there's a lot of people who disagree, uh, you know, whether something is a, is a stolen joke or not a stolen joke and whatever. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, he went on the podcast 
all the people he talked about were all people who had gotten on the podcast before him and talked shit about him or put their name in his mouth or put his name in their mouth. So he was just getting on. He had a role. He had a list. And he's like, you, all these people said something about me and I'm going to, I'm going to clear the air. I'm going to speak truth. And I, I have no problem with I mean, if a whole bunch of people talk shit about me, I'd make a whole fucking list too. I'd do the same thing and I'd hold on to it for a little bit. And then I'd get online and I'd blast them all. It's only going to look, it's only getting people to talk about stand up comedy. And I don't have a problem with Love any it. of it, whether it's true it. or not true. It's good. We're talking, we're talking about it. We're putting it out there. And every time I'm like the comedy, the comedy it's boom. It's the pop. The comedy like boom is popped. Mm-hmm. Something like this happens, and I'm like, "We're back, mm-hmm. baby. We're back. We're back." Which, I want- you know, I'm sure you've had. I w- well, I was gonna say I wanted to know what you um have talked about with other comics about it, but just the other night in the green room at Skull, there were, I mean, talked about it with six different comics, and all every one of them had a different set of opinions about it. Are you gonna bring up what I think you're gonna bring up? What? What is, are you talking about, are you still talking about Kat? Still talking about Kat. Oh. Oh, never mind. What were you going to say? Uh, nothing. I can't, I don't want to talk about it. I can't talk about it. There was another stand-up comic news. The Joe Coy thing. But I don't want to talk about it. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing, too. I mean, everybody's got their opinions of that. But once again, dude was hired like 10 days before the event, first of all. Here's my opinion. You want to know my opinions on it? Hired 10 days before, thrown together a group of writers. I've looked at all the writers. They're all great comics and writers, uh, that mix of people. There's no bad talent in the group of, like, writing the jokes. I don't think he bombed. I definitely don't think that was a bomb. Most important feeling I have about the entire thing is celebrities fucking suck as audience members. Yeah. Every one of them take themselves so fucking seriously. Shut the fuck up. Y'all are all, I was with him when he's like, shut up. These are jokes. I'm like, the fact that he even had to say that. I mean, that's a, that is like a last ditch effort as a comic on stage. We've all done it and we've all regretted doing it later of like, ah, it's not really the audience. It's me. No, In I've that case, never done that last night. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, we've all fucking done that. And then gone, God damn it. I'm better than that. I yeah. should have not said, come on people. This is a fucking joke. Yeah. But he, that is a last ditch effort as a comic. He's a pro and he had to say that to them. That's how annoying of an audience they were. Sometimes, you know, a lot of us comics are like, it's not always the crowd, you know, it's the comic. Bull fucking shit. If you're at an award show, it's the audience because yes. they take themselves too seriously. They're all multimillionaires. They all ha- are all gorgeous and talented and fine. Laugh at yourselves. Are you, you can't take a, also, you already know all the jokes that are coming. You're already in T, you're already on TMZ and E Entertainment, all this shit. You're getting made fun of all the time. You already know the jokes from 10 miles away. Just sit back, have a couple shots, fucking laugh, giggle, go up there, get your little awards and go fucking home. And the, uh, and all the, the dissecting about it afterwards, about like the, they, these guys got recognized and he, this is all he said about this, this, and this. I'm like, it's a, it's a monologue on CBS for an award show. Also, it's a fucking party to celebrate yourselves. Y'all are all just having a party to give each other awards for the millions of dollars you all already made together. Fucking sit back and have fun. Why are you so uptight? Why are you so uptight? I am the maddest at Taylor Swift. 
Dude, that wasn't maddest. even a mean joke. Wasn't even mean. Was not even mean. And then and then her by reacting that way and holding her little fucking drink and looking at him like that and not even cracking a smile and then chit-chatting with her little fucking besties. I'm like, she knows that if she does something like that, she's got an army of people who will attack Joe online. All she had to do was laugh and giggle. It wasn't even a bad joke. It wasn't her even. A, he said... We're not even cutting to Taylor Swift as much as the NFL does. That is commentary on how much attention you are getting in the NFL. That's commentary on how big of a star you are. That's a, it's more that of a compliment. Too. That's not That's a compliment. more of a compliment. You are you are alluding to the fact of how much of how people are obsessed with you. That's good. And she That's knows a good that. Thing. She just sold out a fucking worldwide multi-billion dollar tour. And she can't acknowledge the fact that maybe she's a showstopper. That maybe why, when why she's would she not be proud of that fact? And be proud of your guy. She should have been like, yeah, go Kelsey. Go number whatever the fuck his number is. Right. She should have been like, yeah, you're damn right. You're welcome, NFL. That's a that's a fun, cool person. Not a sitting there like, are you going to talk about me? Of fucking course we're going to talk about yeah. you. Be proud, <gasps> that, be proud that you are a conversation starter. That we have be to address happy. you whenever you're in the cr- and you're in the room and the audience. How Pretty about look around at your uh your free Harry Winston diamonds on your fucking body you get to wear that night and your free Valentino you get to wear and probably get to take home and keep. Oh, you got uh, lean back and have fun. It's already so fucking pretentious to sit there and give yourself a pat on the back and reward yourself for something you've already made so much money off of. Right. Uh, it makes me sick. I was, I was Joe Coy in that moment. I was standing there with him. I ha- I felt every single uh, and stare and silent moment that he felt. And I think we've all felt that before. It feels like performing at like a corporate gig yeah. where everybody's like so stiff and they're like sitting there with their boss and they're like, well, I don't know if I can even laugh at this or not. Or, uh. and you're like, then why'd you come? Then That's why'd you I'm come? Feeling- then right. why'd you come? Then don't go to a comedy club with your coworkers if y'all aren't that kind of close. Don't, what do you, you come up with in a fucking excuse? I, fucking relax. I and I say that to all the celebrities, and I say that to everybody's going out on a in a group set in a group to a comedy show. If you're in a fucking chair and there's a comedian on stage, fucking relax and take your ego. And how about you check that at the fucking door with your super expensive coat? Just check that at the door, right? And have a good fucking time. It's so not a fucking TED Talk. It's a commentary on our lives. Ugh, you point. That's my opinions. That's my opinion on the Joe Coy thing. I think any comic in that position would have been, would have done the same thing. But it puts stand-up back in the headlines. Once one again. after another. Bop, 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 bop. But I thought he looked great. thought his delivery was great. He did the job he was hired to do. And you know what? Sometimes you just got to do the job you're hired to do. Did I have to emcee um, a gingerbread building party uh, for uh, 80 to 95-year-old women who half of the crowd could not hear me? Why? Because they were 90 years old. Why did you old? do this? Why did you... When did money, you- baby, money. I got good money, so I did it, and uh, and I I made it through it. I did the job. Was it something that I would ever, you know, want a video of? To- yes, actually, I would have preferred a video of Dude. it just to show people what I was in the middle of doing. Oh my but, god! But my point is, is like, 
as a comedian, you're going to get hired a lot of weird jobs. They're not all going to be winners, but sometimes you just do things because that paycheck is good. And you know what? That's what they hired me for. And I showed up and I did a damn good job of it. And I know a lot of comics who couldn't have done what I did in a room full of, it was nine, it was 90, 85 year olds, 90 of them in a room building gingerbread houses. And I'm doing comedy walking around and crowd working them, crowd working them going like, what number husband are we on? Oh, you didn't hear me. What number husband are we on? Five? Which one was your favorite? Oh, six? That's a good answer, Barb. That's funny. Did everybody over there hear it? And then I walk over to the other table. She said the fifth, the sixth husband's good, but she's on the fifth. You get it? Do you get that over here? Okay. Everybody's built gingerbread houses. These are the smallest houses y'all have ever seen, right? Because you're wealthy? Because you're all rich. Dog. That's so funny. That's literally what I did for fucking. It's fucking. Dog, I just remember. Dude, I did. I can't. Was it your game before? I don't know who had it before. That is so fucking funny. We need to ask people when they they did hell gigs for money. Mm -hmm. I did remind. We need to put that whenever we have comics on the podcast. Yes. Oh, my God. I just remember. That's so funny. Like, you were just essentially like a glorified bingo host. Literally. Oh, literally. my God. And I was wearing sequins from head to toe. And Because that's what they wanted me to wear. And it pays better than TV sometimes. Okay. Yes. Dude. Yes. <laughs> okay. I did one. I don't even remember. This is in Atlanta or, like, on the outskirts. I think somebody else had hired somebody. They couldn't do it. Dog. I, did what I tell it? you this? I had to MC a baby shower. But just, just. Oh, it wasn't me that did it before, but I do think someone asked me. It might have been the one that I got asked to do and I couldn't do it and I, I pitched you. It could have been okay. that. I am, been that. I am but a petite, small white woman. Oh, yes. I was asked to do this. Yes. Yes. It was, so it was you. Yes. I'm the. Yes, it was me. Now. I recommended you. <laughs> now, I'm yes. not complaining. I just felt bad for the mother. Okay. Yes. Because I go in there. I'm the only white woman. Yep. In the room. And. And I just feel when I walk in, they're like, but, but why you? And I was like, no, I understand too. And I agree. (laughs) I agree. I agree with you. I'm on your side. I hate that you hate that I'm here too, but we all have to pretend right now that we're enjoying it. That's right. It's a job is a job. And I just, I got to do my job. Just let me do my job. You can tell that the, that the father of the mom for the bridal party. Also, dudes are at a bridal par- or a baby shower, not bridal. Those are baby always shower. so weird. Those Why are, are dudes weird. here? Uh, he hired me, and it was just very much that classic case of like a di- a guy does not. This is not a guy's wheelhouse, and you and yep. he clearly effed up so hard. So they wanted me. I did stand up. Yep. Oh, at a, a no at a baby <sighs> shower. Only white person in the room. And then didn't you have Cold to do commentary room. on the gifts that she was opening? Then I'm hosting the gifts. Now, they all yep. know each other. So yep. they're all screaming like, you know, Tyler, Tyler, you did it again. Yep. And then the yep. white woman with the microphone is piping yep. in behind them and, yep. and going, you pronounced his name wrong. And I'm like, you want me to try again? You and I both know I'm not going to get this. Yeah. And and them just like, and the, and the people, you, you get this very much afterwards. Like they come up and they're like, baby. You tried your best. And I'm like, yes, I did. Yes, Catherine, I did, Ethel. 
everything that you are describing. So the gig that led to the gig where I was emceeing the gingerbreads, that was the mother of the lady who had booked me. This was all like three weeks, two weeks before Christmas. So the gig that preceded that gig was the daughter of the 80 year old who booked me for this one. She is in her fifties. She booked me for her white elephant party slash gingerbread building party. So her and her friends built gingerbreads and then they had white elephant and I had to do stand up at them while they were building their gingerbreads. Same thing as the other one, but I could be dirty here and I had to be church clean at the other one. So I'm doing stand up. They, I mean, three of the women were interested in what I was saying. Everyone else like, so can I borrow that candy cane or like, <laughs> and, I, and they're like, and then white elephants started and each and every one of them got up and I had to do commentary <laughs> over the gifts. Okay. What do we have? Ashley J. All right. What's, Ooh, Ooh. Okay. We got a reindeer onesie. Gonna be like, Who's gonna steal it? <laughs> That's what I'm doing. And you have to be like, Somebody re-gifted oh. 45 times in a row. Okay. <laughs> Trying to come up with something new to say for the next one. And I'm just like, and thank the Lord for free drinks. Cause me and the DJ, he would be like, you want another drink? And I was like, just double and bring me right, right, right. by the end of it. Like by the, and then, and then there's a dance party afterward. And so it all breaks into a dance party and I'm on the floor and I decided to take the microphone with me because it's, it's, it's a wireless. So I'm out on the dance floor as DJs dance and they change the lights. Everybody's like all these women in their forties and fifties and sixties are all out there dancing. And I just start commentating the dancing. And then I'm just, cause I'm like, well, they still kind of want me to work. So I don't know. And I'm out there and I'm, I'm dancing. I'm getting women to like sing into the mic and Finally in my groove. Finally, it's funny. I mean, it was funny during the white, halfway through the white elephant because I just started getting mean and dirty. And uh, and then during that, the dancing, they come, they keep dancing up to me and they're they're like coming over and they're like, hey, you did the absolute best you could earlier. You know, this was <laughs> and it's a, this on was the a, mic. So they're catching it. Yeah. And I've kind of got the mic over here and I'm just like, uh, 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 and they're like, yeah, you, you know what? This was a hard crap. That is the tough, tough gig. I mean, I could never do what you do. I mean, especially you, you know, we were all distracted and we're doing our best. And, you know, so you, you did, you did good. I liked you. I liked you. I thought you I were like funny. when the eye is emphasized that's so hard. Never a com- that's never a good compliment. That is the number one backhand <laughs> compliment. I thought you were funny. I thought it was good. It was just a tough crowd. You know, it was just tough to do that. Yeah. You go, listen, I, d- I don't want to be here either. I knew this was going to be bad from the beginning, but this, this just, this just paid off my car for Money. the next three months. That's that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and I, I don't yeah. I don't need you to feel make me feel better. This is hell gig. And one day yep. when somebody says, What is your dream in comedy? And you go, I have big dreams, but also one of my dreams is that I never have to host a gingerbread a, a old woman's <laughs> gingerbread making white elephant exchange. That's also a <laughs> fucking dream. I want to win an Emmy, but more than an Emmy, I want to never have to do this again. But I'm I'm not yep. there yet and I don't need you to rub it in. Yep. 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 So funny. That's a, yeah, I don't know. I need to write now that it's like Pat, now that I'm past Christmas and I can actually talk about these gigs. Like that's, I need to write something about these because that was, 
the most bizarre. I mean, I do want the two gigs next year, though. Like, I don't want to live <laughs> at this point. I mean, <laughs> nobody's asking me to host the Golden Globes. So yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> I don't want to talk too much shit about these gigs because at the end of the day, I learned a lot and they were very fun and they're going to turn into something. But I don't think the booker would be mad if I turned in, turned that, uh, the one for the old ladies, the old, old ladies so into good. a bit. Dude, that is so anyway. funny. I mean, yeah, yeah. We've all done it. We've all done it. But that baby shower gig, I was asked to do that, and I was I oh was my booked. God. Um, I felt so bad for the mother. Oh, dude, there's, the a, there's a picture out there somewhere oh, of God. the mom pregnant, me, and Stop. the dad standing in a picture together. And you can I would just pay see so her much. being like, why the fuck did you hire some strange, feral, white rat to host my fucking baby shower with all of my friends and family and i'm Girl. over there as the rat yep just cheesing waiting for my check yep, yep. um God, yep. so good um but people okay. sometimes don't know what they want either when they're booking a, a comedian they don't know what they want it sounds like a good thing but really what they it's needed awful. was just the funniest cousin in the family just give her a mic just is really what the they mic. needed just and then just let y'all have fun yeah 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 Someone who knows the, the the person. Get someone who knows the bride. Don't hire a comedian for a wedding. Hire the funniest relative of the yes. bride or groom. That's who you hire. It's too intimate. It's too you gotta know too much about the person. It's too intimate. And Don't never go have, stranger. Never, never have a, an event and lump in one person doing one set. No. Do you have a comedy show? Or don't have a comic in there to do yeah. a ten minute set to a room that's like why did did the yeah. did the venue double book and this woman sold no tickets so they were like you could just do your show for our other party that's already in here. <sighs> um, okay, here's anyway. twenty twenty four thinking like a man. Okay. okay. And and hosting those. Um, I'm not gonna say hell gigs because they are hilariously, yeah, hellish gigs. Hell, hellarious, hellarious, and and hosting those character building gigs until we no longer That's have right. to. That's right. That's right. But I just want to put out there that I am available. And once again, lacelarabee.com. Not only can you find my upcoming dates, but you can book me for whatever you want to book me for. Uh, you'll be surprised what I'll work for. And you'll be surprised <laughs> about my availability. So. <laughs> Lace Larrabee, I'll, su- I'll surprise you. I'll surprise you. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, here's the other wrap up. Honestly, everyone has a chance. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. You have a chance. Even you, Tommy Tucker. Lace Larrabee, you got a chance. <sighs> That's your bio. You got a chance. You got a chance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. With all that said and done, um, y'all, we've got another incredible interview that's coming out next week. And we appreciate y'all listening. It's 2024. Let's flood those reviews online. If you are not already watching full episodes with our guests on YouTube, you can always do that. Go to Catherine's channel. You can find links to all of that on Cheaty's Instagram. That's at Cheaty's Podcast. On mine, at Lace Larrabee. On Catherine's, it's Catherine Blanford. Uh, you you can find everything. So don't act like you can't find it. It's there. Pass it Share around. us. Share it. Share, Share us. It. Tell people about us. Share our clips. Don't 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 hold us just to yourselves, okay? Don't be yeah. stingy. Don't be stingy. 
give us some friends. Give us give us a chance. Let's Um, do it. Yeah, and uh, stay stabby, y'all. We love you. Thank you for listening. Bye. Toodles. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaty's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen. And if you've been cheated on or you have cheated, you've got a cheating story that we want to hear. Leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And hey, while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaty's Podcast. Follow me, Lace Larrabee, at Lace Larrabee. And follow me, Catherine Blanford, at It's Catherine Blanford. Stay stabby! Buddy, you're ready-made horse. That's all you're going.